I'm Tavi Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavi Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate trainings in both virtual and in-person settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavernasir.com. And with that, let's dive into a brand new edition of Leadership Espresso Shot. One of the companies I like to share stories about in my keynotes and corporate workshops is Disney because I often find there are important lessons that can help people improve their leadership. So for this leadership espresso shot, I'd like to share a very recent example from the Disney company that reveals some important truths leaders should be mindful of as they reevaluate and ponder the future of work in their organization. Back in January, Disney's CEO Bob Iger made the announcement that Disney employees must return to the office for at least four days a week, and he gave the following explanation for why. Creativity is the heart and soul of who we are and what we do at Disney, and in a creative business like ours, nothing can replace the ability to connect, observe, and create with peers that comes with being physically together. Now, there's nothing particularly noteworthy about what Iger says here, as many other high-profile CEOs have made similar statements to explain their decision of having their employees return to working in the office. What is noteworthy, however, is what Iger said a few weeks later in the Disney Q1 2023 earnings call. During that call, Iger announced that the studio would be making sequels to three animated films, Toy Story 5, Frozen 3, and Zootopia 2. Now, from a company that has made such wonderful and original stories like Up and Turning Red, doing sequels is certainly more formulaic than being creative. After all, for something to be creative, it has to demonstrate originality and imagination. It should spark curiosity because it encourages us to see and experience things in a new way. That's why it wasn't surprising to hear that days after Iger announced his company's return to office mandate, employees at Disney wrote an open letter, followed by a petition signed by over 2,000 employees, asking Iger to reconsider this policy. In their open letter, Disney employees wrote how Iger's decision would not only harm the company in terms of non-embracing change and being more agile, but that it also would bring harm to employees who needed flexibility not to mention the lack of discussion or seeking input from those impacted by this decision. But what really stood out for me was this quote they shared from Walt Disney to remind Iger of their organization's cultural values and history, as it also creates a telling counterpoint to these two decisions made by Iger. As Walt Disney said about his company, Around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward opening up new doors, and doing new things because we're curious. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Now, typically when I share a story about Disney, it's to illustrate something we can learn from them about how to improve the way we lead or how our organization operates and pursues long-term goals. But in this case, this story presents an important lesson of what we need to do differently if we want to not just survive the current period of economic and organizational uncertainty, 
but to thrive in spite of it. While there's no question part of your job as a leader is to ensure you get results, you need to understand that this isn't the sum total of your work. In fact, as a leader, your job is also understanding what you need to provide to encourage employee growth and development so that your employees become stronger contributors to your shared purpose. With the great resignation and quiet quitting, it was made clear to leaders everywhere something that years of research had already conclusively proven. It's not enough for people to work for a paycheck. They want to know that what they do matters. Indeed, what makes an organization a great place to work is that it offers a workplace environment where everyone has the opportunity to do their best. And it's up to leaders to ensure they're creating that kind of environment, which is a direct reflection of your competency as a leader. And that's why I wanted to share this story about Disney, because it demonstrates that there's a fundamental question leaders should be asking themselves. And that is, are you driven to get the most from your employees, or are you driven to help them deliver their best? In the case of Iger, These two decisions make it clear that they're not interested in getting the best because Disney, at their best, is when they tap into that wellspring of creativity to create the unexpected, what they refer to as creating magical moments. And being creative means stretching and challenging the boundaries of what's possible, which includes when, where, and how employees work. Of course, it's not just Iger and Disney that's falling into this trap of focusing more on getting the most from your employees and your IP. Notice, for example, how much of the discussion these days around the future of work, including those results from the experiment conducted in Great Britain around a four-day work week, focuses on productivity and employee performance and how such alternative work approaches lead to an uptick on both of these metrics. Again, while these are important, The fact is these metrics typically matter most to the organization and its shareholders because they reflect how we're getting the most from our employees. But what about getting the best? Just because we're more productive, are we also doing our best work? As John Maxwell points out in his book, Leadership, your competency as a leader is not just defined by hitting goals, but in creating an environment that encourages your employees to grow and evolve. In the face of so much uncertainty, whether that be the global economy, potential layoffs, and the future of work, it's only natural that we'd want to stick to the familiar and safe. But leadership is never about doing what's easy and safe. It's about staying true to what your organization is about and why you collectively do what you do. So while it might seem like we're succeeding if we boost productivity numbers or employee performance, the real measure of our leadership is found and how much we succeed in helping our employees rise to their full potential, and channeling those newfound abilities and insights towards helping our organization achieve its shared purpose. Perhaps Walt Disney himself said it best, not just about his company, but about what leaders should never lose their focus on. You can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make the dream a reality. As you map out initiatives and make decisions for what you want your team and employees to accomplish over the next few months, take a moment to ask yourself through these measures, am I looking to get the most out of my employees? 
Or are my efforts more focused on helping them do and become their best? I hope this helps create some clarity at a time when many of us are trying to not only anticipate what the global economic climate will be like in the upcoming months and year, but also what the future of work will look like in our organization over the long term. And if the ideas and insights I shared in this Leadership Espresso shot resonated with you and you'd like to explore this or other timely insights into how to adapt or improve your leadership to address the current challenges of today, I'd like to invite you to reach out to connect with me so we can discuss that further. To get things started, just fill out the contact form at tavernasir.com, where you can also find my speaking page that has more information about my leadership keynotes and corporate workshops, some of the topics I can cover at your next event, as well as testimonials from leaders who've attended my keynotes and workshops. I'm Tavernasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.